This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Will, footy season is officially over. Yes, that's correct. Richmond, you might remember, <laughs> they won the flag and I've got nothing to do with my time anymore, MJ. My, my weekends, I'm just looking for excuses to sit on the couch. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about now. There's, it's just it's just bereft of any sort of topics. I, I was with a group of mates and we just sat there. Just looking at each other. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> staring at your phones. You guys see little big shots? Is it too early to talk about the JLT series? <laughs> no, or? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got a whiteboard here. What are we going to talk about well, tonight? it's scarily empty. Yeah. We sort of come in here post-footy season and, well... We've got to turn our eyes to racing season, I guess. I guess. In both forms of racing, of course. Motorsport and horses. Winks making it 21-0. and 0. Not an O, but 21 straight yesterday. 21 straight. Unbelievable by Winks, it's, wasn't it? It's just in, an, in a world of its own, mm. Winks. Just a different league. So we'll be talking about her. We'll be talking about Bathurst. We'll be uh, crossing down to Richmond to chat about Liquorland again. We yep. made a bit of news during the week. And you've got some yeah. serious news. Yeah, we've got a bit of serious news. So we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to fill it out. Perfect. That's all coming up in the next hour with Will and MJ on Triple M. Now, MJ, Bathurst just finished. Yep, that's right. So let's get the formalities out of the way first yep. before we get into the nitty-gritty of the okay. whole thing. We'll do the housekeeping yeah. early. So David Reynolds is the king of the mountain after finishing second last year. He's gone one better yep. to claim victory up there in Bathurst and be king of Mount Panorama. Davey Wren. Yep. That's him. And the Erebus uh, racing team. So yep. some tremendous driving, some exciting action up there at Bathurst. Yeah. Um, it was raining for most of the day. Yep. Um, so there's some big decisions to be made around tyre choice and that, that kind of it, thing. Makes it harder to drive. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, lots, of, you know, they have to decide what tyres to put on, and it's all very, uh, you know, exciting. But um, from my experience, it's they're more trying conditions than than if it was having just dry. a dry road. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah. that's one spot thing. on. Yeah, really good analysis by you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about see with Bathurst. I, I think there's a famous thing: the one, the one slab per man per day. Uh, is that the rule? As a sort of a rule for as those. As a spectator. As a spectator, those who are camping around the mountain. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. A slab. I think that's the general sort of consensus that, yeah. yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't get, a, get through a slab in a week. You wouldn't. How long is the event? Well, judging by some of the Vox Pops I saw, I don't think any of these, these blokes had much trouble getting through a slab. <laughs> How long is Bathurst? Are they like, is, is it a one day affair? No, the weekend. So, so yeah, it's a two yeah. day. Yesterday was the top 10 shootout and then they were, you know, qualifying and practice sessions across Thursday and Friday as well. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a, like the Grand Prix. Yeah, so it's all happening and people absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, ABC sent an intrepid reporter into the crowd. Yeah. Probably one of the more dangerous assignments I would have thought for a reporter. Okay. Um, and they put a package up on their Facebook page earlier, and this was my favourite grab from it. Um, now, this bloke, because it is radio, it's difficult to paint the picture, but um, he is lacking in the front tooth department. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Absent of his I think you might've had, you know, the Holden, uh, polo shirt on that may or may not have been washed in the last 12 months. Yep. Um, and they are, and the, um, he was asked by the ABC reporter who he was going for. Who are you going for this weekend? <laughs> cars. <laughs> Sorry. Who cars. are you going for this weekend? And his answer was cars. So I think he was taking, well, he's not wrong. I think he was a fair way into the one slab per day per man. Category. Yeah, I feel like that's the sort of atypical Bathurst spectator. I don't know if they're actually there for the the storylines yeah. and, the, and the characters and the people. And the sport one. of motor racing. Let's go watch the cars. Let's go watch the cars and get blind. Yeah. Good um, another interview I saw was on the project just a short time ago yep. tonight um, where they decided to grab a few of the grid girls aside oh, yeah. and ask them about their thoughts on Bathurst. Here's what um, one grid girl said of her light, highlight of the weekend. Mm, the best... I met a really cute chihuahua the other day. 
Yeah, so she's been up there for a couple of days and her highlight is she met a chihuahua. So Are we painting a, a biased picture of, of the uh, standard? No, I love screen? it. It's, it's an unbelievable sport. 10 did a great job with the coverage. No, yeah. I mean, we're not taking the, the piss here. Are no, we being disrespectful no, people no, no. that love their V8s? No, not at all. Okay, good. Not at all. It's just that the people who talk um, well about it aren't that funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Uh, another highlight for me. There's nothing yep. more, nothing more Australian. I think it seems to happen every year that a kangaroo ends up on the track. So yes. that was no different. I think it was around <laughs> uh, lap 88 when a kangaroo appeared yeah. and a safety car had to come out. So yeah. it's like it's, dogging the school stuff. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think there's nothing more Australian than a uh, than the Bathurst race being stopped yeah. because of a kangaroo. Yeah, being stalled yeah. because of kangaroos. It's a bit like around. getting three legs of the quaddy. Just very, very yeah. Australian. Oh, it's just it's become part mm. of the process it's just an annual tradition that's right um, um so now, oh, yeah so yeah, they're your three highlights did any of yeah. them involve a car whether <laughs> yeah well the, ca- you, the car racing the race? yeah no there was some good car racing some dramatic moments especially towards the end a few safety cars and all that kind of thing yeah so i just was interested in your thoughts though um do you think yeah. it was a good decision uh for the leaders to go the slick tires despite the threat of rain well like i said um, rain is a, is a difficult terrain for, um, for driving. And I think if you have the option of, um, having fl- slicker tires, <laughs> it would make for a, a faster race. And I think Reynolds did really well. I think his tire selection was spot on the whole race. And I think Reynolds is he's the way to go. <laughs> he's a true professional. Keep going. Um, I think cars are great. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Now, MJ. Yeah. We st- <laughs> What was that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Caught you off guard. Uh, now, Richmond. They, of course, won the premiership <laughs> last weekend. They, they you did. you they bounced did. back. No, I'm right now. I'm yep. right now. Um, we still need to uh, cover them off, I think. It was just such a big occasion. And we recorded this show live from Punt Road Oval last week. It was good fun. We had Neil Baum on the show following the win. <laughs> just um, finished the hot dog. <laughs> we had uh, Trout, the guy who supports um, with the big sign saying Go the tribe Tigers! has spoken. Go Tigers! <laughs> what a champion. Yeah, the atmosphere was awesome. Yeah. Man. It was a bit, I've never interviewed someone while they're eating a hot dog before. No, neither. It was a bit of an un- unusual experience chatting to Neil Baum. Yeah, it, it's not like we'd organised a Neil Baum chat. We just happened to be <laughs> in the just... same hot dog line <laughs> that we were in. Uh, but the atmosphere was awesome there. And the atmosphere yep. was also electric down at Swan Street after their historic win. That's right. And we uh, man- saw a tweet earlier in the week yep. from a bloke called Matt, who was a very simple tweet saying that the best party in the whole of Richmond happened in a cool room yeah, uh, and <laughs> of Liquorland. And you immediately wanted to track him down and ask more. Which we were able to do. And it made some news and it created a lot of opinion online. Yeah, you may have seen this video on our Facebook page, Will and MJ. But if yep. you haven't, here's here the, is he- our chat with Matt from Richmond. Well, we're joined on the line by Matt, who's a Tigers fan, and he was in Swan Street on yep. Saturday night after the grand final. Good day, Matt. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. It's now Monday afternoon when we're recording this. Whereabouts are you now? At the London Tavern. Oh, the, has the party stopped since Saturday? Hey, they just put the song on again, and it's absolutely hectic again. So. <laughs> how, how, many t- how many Tiger fans are still down there on Monday afternoon? Oh, there's a lot of, well, probably about 50 or 60 at the moment. Uh, a lot of, lot of uh, old men with uh, inner elements. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, where did you celebrate the uh, the premiership on Saturday night? You, you went somewhere odd on Swan Street. Yeah, well, I went to the game, and after the game, obviously everyone's filling out Swan Street and got to Lickland, and it was one of the, the best things I've ever seen. Literally, I was guys in the cool room on top of the slabs, singing, oh, we're from Lickland, <laughs> we're from Lickland. 
It was absolutely amazing. So the party was going off in the cool room. <laughs> like people were just grabbing cans and drinks and smacking them, and like it was like it was one of the best parties I've ever been to. It was in the cool room. How long were you in there for? Man? Oh, about twenty minutes. Everyone was just, everyone was just drinking in the shop, and uh, it, was, it was the only place people could get into. Away from legal land. Can you give yeah. it? I honestly, use it as their next marketing uh, campaign. Oh, yeah, they brilliant. They've really missed the mark there, not using that. Before oh, we let they're... you go, can we just get one more rendition of Where From Liquor Land? Oh, we're from Liquor Land. Funny theory, we're from Liquor Land. Magical, absolutely oh, magical. Unreal. Oh, Thank you very much, Matty. Matt, we'll let no you get worries. back to the party at the London. Yeah. Have a ripper. Keep kicking on. Uh, there's the chat we recorded on Monday with Matt, the Tigers, oh. the very, very happy Tiger supporter. What a legend. Now, we put that up online. You may have seen it on the William MJ Facebook page. And we, rele- we received a little, uh, not abuse, but a little uh, criticism. Well, we're very glass half full kind of people. <laughs> we are. Uh, unfortunately, not everyone is glass half full. No. And there was, they did point out an issue with, the, with that interview. Yeah, to, to a lot of people, that wasn't just a bit of fun. Yep. That quite strongly promoted and applauded looting. <laughs> now let's make one thing very, very clear. From day one of, on this show. Of this show, yeah, we've been completely 100% anti-looting. We are so against looting and we want to just put ourselves on the record. It's one of our pillars. <laughs> yep. Do not loot. So anti-looting and we stress to anyone out there, if you're going to party in the cool room, do it responsibly. Yep. We don't want riots. We don't want looting. If you're sitting at home on a Saturday afternoon and go, I could really go for a good loot right now. Don't, just don't do it. Don't. Just pave your slab and be done with it. And go home and take a good hard think about it. Go Tigers, go looting. No looting. No looting. No looting. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. This is Will and MJ on Triple M and it's time for... Will and MJ's Serious News. (laughs) No, no, no. Serious News. Yep. Now, Will, you came in before saying, I've got something for serious news. Yeah, this one's actually very serious. We say that every week. Mm. Well, that's but, what the um, segment's called. Well, of course. That's, and that's what I've brought you. Okay. A 29-year-old man in Switzerland mm. has recently received an anonymous letter from his worried neighbours after he hung a flag in front of his apartment that resembled one of ISIS. Of course, his neighbours were very worried when they saw this and concerned and they wrote him a, a letter mm. anonymously and it's it very reads serious. it reads translated um from swiss is mm. that a language is that, was that yeah. I speak french there no it's swiss okay yep. swiss is it necessary to be afraid of you wrote the n- anonymous neighbors per a report in the swiss newspaper 20 minuten which sounds like a translation of 60 minutes, 60 just minutes. shorter. <laughs> <laughs> just a third of the size. Yeah, just a bite size. The problem was the couple had mistaken the ISIS flag as it was only a banner for Jack Daniel's whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, with the black and it the white writing. very similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for someone who wasn't familiar with the drink, yeah. I can understand their, uh, their concern. <laughs> Absolutely. So it turns out he wasn't an ISIS sympathizer, but merely just a whiskey yeah, just enthusiast. Just an alcoholic. <laughs> According to the paper, the young man, who also remained anonymous, he moved to Zurich with his girlfriend and he decided to hang the Jack Daniels flag in front of his home because he thought it would be, quote, funny. 
And it is pretty funny. It is pretty funny. If I hung up a VB thing in my window, I would expect people to... That's pretty funny. Well, if you're going to fly a flag out the front of your joint, you may as well make it something you're passionate about. Yeah. He now he says he fears the neighbours have the wrong impression of him, which I think they do. <laughs> well, they definitely did. He's, he's worried about his reputation. I fell from the clouds when I saw the letter. Said the young man. I think. I think that um, the translation. I fell from the clouds. Yeah, I think it uh, brought him back to earth. Mm. I don't know if that's been translated poorly, because uh, the the neighbours threatened to monitor him and his girlfriend. So I think it wasn't oh, really? a very polite letter. So they're going full neighbourhood watch. Yeah. Or because I, of a Jack Daniels flag. They said, we're keeping an eye on you, son. If, yeah. you, if you think you're ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big, massive black and white flag is a clear indi- indicator. Yeah. Because they obviously can't really separate English from Arabic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he uh, plans to find out who's responsible because he fears that the rumours are damaging to his reputation. And as for his Jack Daniels flag, he's not taking it down. Oh, so he's keeping it up there. It wouldn't be right to give it in, he said. No, well, I'm with him there. <laughs> I agree. I'm with him. If you're passionate about whiskey, oh, you should fly whatever flag you want. Put it up everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, when you, I think there should be more flags. <laughs> Make 10 of them. Make 10 of them. <laughs> Make it a full Jack Daniels. <laughs> Cover your windows in them. Branded house. Yeah, I like it. Well, when you go to America, they fly, they fly American flags everywhere. They're very they patriotic. Do. We're yeah. here in Australia. You, you rarely yeah. see an Australian flag flying out someone's house. It's so. more of a cape. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you, it's more like printed on thongs or, yeah, it, people don't share the same patriotism for the flag. Yeah. But maybe, maybe if we, you know, put a VB yeah. logo on our flag, people, uh, maybe I, something people would be passionate about. I'd campaign about. for 4X, but that's all right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> was a splinter group on the... <laughs> that reminds me of when uh, there was a group of us going to the pub. It was me and, and about... Four Victorians, mm. and they, we were doing rounds. Oh, I was there that day. <laughs> you were there. I knew you'd you'd remember. <laughs> and uh, everyone's has been buying. Was it Carlton Drafts? I think Carlton Draft or VB. <laughs> I think that was the weapon of choice that day. It was alternating, and then I've uh, <laughs> I've brought five beers over. Everyone's had a sip, and immediately they realised, what is this? A four extra. It's like having your drink spiked. <laughs> it? it was. It's the first and only time I've ever tried Forex. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen again. It was like a Trojan horse. I was, just, I was just sipping on my Forex waiting for people to realise. <laughs> oh, good times. I'm going to do that again sometime. Is, oh, you better not. This is Will and MJ yeah. on Triple M. So the flag's still flying. Yeah. All keep, right. keep it up. Good on him. Good on him. I'm behind that guy. Yeah. I like it. Will, because footy season is over, we've had to start searching far and wide for different sporting news. Yeah. Dare I say we're getting desperate? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to come into this segment really positively. Yeah, you've come in with your head high and you think we're <laughs> we're going to provide some great sporting news from around the globe. Yeah. Yeah, American sports, that's the topic. I think we need that's what we need to look towards because yeah. we've got NFL season, we've got uh, yeah. ice hockey season, baseball season's coming to a close. So there's lots oh, happening over here. It's well and truly underway. Don't yeah, don't over there, I mean. Don't let me get you wrong. Mm. Yeah, so uh, American sports, we wanted to delve into uh What's caught our eye this week and this weekend over in the States? Yeah, that's right. Did you want to go first or do you want me to well, go Well, I've first? got something genuinely interesting. So I think this is oh, something... Because <laughs> mine isn't. <laughs> Sorry if that sounded condescending. <laughs> this, I feel like this is something that we probably would have talked about anyway. Okay, That's cool. what I mean. All right. As of six hours ago, mm. an Australian has not only played for the first time in the National Hockey League, but he has also scored. Oh, Isn't wow. that cool? Nathan Walker from, uh, he had a dream after watching the Mighty Ducks that, as, a, as a young kid in Australia. Wow. And now he's over, he's representing the Washington Capitals and yeah. uh, he scored against the Canadiens. So that's pretty cool. So he's, he's watched the Mighty Ducks as a kid yep. and thought that is something I want to get, um, I'm interested in. Yeah. 
I'll head, I'll head over and pl- start playing ice hockey. Exactly. And his story is quite odd. So when he was 23. That's like a mate of mine's becoming a pilot because he loves Top Gun so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not. You have a mate that loves Top Gun. He's yeah. he's not a pilot, though. He's training to be one. Is he actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you were joking. No, he threw in his career as a salesman to be a pilot now. <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> he loved Top Gun so much. Well, there you go. So Nathan yeah. Walker, he's 23. He moved from Wales to Australia at the age of two. Yeah. Played a bit of rugby. Mm. Loved ice hockey after watching Mighty Ducks, obviously. And uh, he moved to the Czech Republic when he was 13. Spoke no Czech. Spoke none of the language of anything. He just joined a youth system. Yeah. And then before you know it, he was getting quite good at it. Caught some uh, eyes over in Europe and then made yeah. his way to the NHL today. So That's amazing. That's a pretty good story. His parents are like, oh, I wish we didn't hire that movie from <laughs> Blockbuster. <laughs> I swear it was overdue too. Yeah, couldn't we have shown him oh. Happy Gilmore or something so he doesn't have to head to the Czech Republic? Just put on bloody Mulan or something and <laughs> shut the kid up. Yeah. Watch Jumanji and then yeah. go and get a board game. Just put Jumanji and get him into Monopoly. Yeah, next, minute, next minute he's suiting up in all the... Has to buy a hockey stick. and What a nightmare. Yeah. I'm sort of hesitant to go with my sports news now. Why? Well, he's quite boring compared to that. <laughs> of course it's boring. <laughs> Go with it. What's the sport? Um, baseball. I knew it'd be boring. Oh, <laughs> what have you got about nah, baseball? Because you, you flooded this show with stupid Cubs news <laughs> last year. And I sort of played along because it was... Well, no, I just wanted... like It was a fairy tale. It yeah. was a once in a generation sort of phenomenon. Mm. It was like the Bulldogs. It was. And last year was the year of the upset. And I sort of... I, I didn't mind. How long was their drought last year, the Cubs? Uh, 1907 was their last one. That's so it was drought. It was over 100 years. Yeah, but I remember being fascinated by it at the time. Mm. But I don't think you're ever going to get me back into baseball. Yeah, well, I, I'm sort of, I don't think I'll go with this, actually. Really? I was just going to say, because it's... <laughs> The World Series is happening now, yeah, and it's interesting because if you name sort of the biggest teams, yeah, the New York Yankees, the Yankees, Boston Red Sox, Chicago Cubs, and LA Dodgers, yeah, they're all um in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. Oh, is it? I they? assume they're always in it, aren't they? No, the big, the big teams, the big four. It's like you know Collingwood, Essendon, Carlton, and Richmond all being yeah, in the finals. Yeah, but they don't have a salary cap. If we didn't have a salary cap, those four would be in every year. All right, fair enough. Well, I, I was hesitant with going it's with it. It's just my take. There, there might be some people out there that go, wow, that is oh, yeah. real interesting. I reckon, I reckon your mum's just going, oh, well done, Mike. <laughs> Will and MJ, 105.1 Triple M. Now, we just need to step aside from the world of sport for a second because we were just having a discussion during the break then about Blade Runner 2049. 2049. That came out this week. Yes. And no, neither a, of us have seen it. No. Of course, it's a sequel to the famous... Oh, when was the first one? The eighties? Yeah, I don't know. About Harrison that. Ford was in it, mm. and a cult classic in the sci-fi uh, genre. Yep, and it's doing very, very well with reviewers. Pe- they, people love this film. They do, and it's on ninety percent at the moment, as I'm on Rotten Tomato, which is normally a really good indication of whether that's, it's a good film or not. That's usually a lock. That mm. means people cannot possibly dislike this film. Yeah, turns out that's not as accurate as I'd always thought. Because ne- having not seen the film, either of us, no. we're getting two very different bits it's, of feedback about it. It's hard to uh, it's hard to measure. I, I don't know where this film is at. Because we found out that from the Triple M preview screening, yeah. half the cinema walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
not sure half the cinema walked out. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great I've screening. I've spoken to four people and three of them walked out. One of our colleagues did leave halfway and go to time zone. They went to time zone. That probably says more about it's, him. It's than... a reflection of Jackson. As yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let him sway you. Yeah. But I don't know whether, are we, should we see it's, this film? It's either one of the greatest masterpieces of the 21st century or it's a pile of rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and you go off the, the critics' consensus here on Rotten Tomatoes. It's mm. visually stunning and narratively satisfying. It deepens and expands the predecessor's story. It's an impressive filmmaking achievement in its own right. That just sounds like a film I really want to see. Yeah. But then you've got M, who just said it was really... <laughs> I didn't from the get office. It. <laughs> who was Googling what half of it meant during the film. <laughs> she was Googling the plot. The plot. <laughs> Hang on, who's this guy? <laughs> So I think we should try and make an effort to see it during the week. Yeah, well, because I think, actually do that. Yeah, because but we both like our movies. Yeah, so we're not sure. We, uh, we've got to make the decision for ourselves whether it's a good film or not. Yeah, I'm not a massive sci-fi buff, but I think this is what I want to see. So I've got yeah. to make the decision. Do I go with Anthony Lane from the New Yorker, who says it's a simulacrum of a Ridley Scott film, inviting us to tumble tense with anticipation inside his doomy clutches, or do you go with Stephen from the Triple M page, who says I want my two and a half hours back. It was shit. <laughs> Might be on Stevens' level. <laughs> I think he's more on our level than the bloke from the New Yorker. Okay, wrap us up, MJ. All right, well, this has been Will and MJ on Triple M. Please give us a follow on our Facebook mm. page, Will and MJ. And if uh, on the podcast as well, it's very important. Yes. If you click subscribe on the podcast. We had a big injection of uh, downloads and subscribers the other week. Yeah, so since the Brownlow day. Let's let's hope we can... And uh, we've still got the full five-star rating up there on iTunes, yeah, which oh, is very yeah. hard to keep. I'm clinging onto that. That's my number one possession. I know. As we've said before, we care about that five-star rating yeah. much more than we should. If I were to fill out a will, mm. I think it would be the first thing I'd, I'd donate to my it's next the, of yeah. kin. <laughs> so <laughs> please, if you please log on there, uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a quick review, five-star rating, yep. and uh, we'd really appreciate that. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back next Sunday night with a full comprehensive review of Blade Runner. Let's hope we've seen it by then. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.